You are listening to the Bright Life Podcast, all about ways to stay inspired, chase your dreams, and find more gratitude in the highs and lows of the journey. I'm your host, Jessica Johnson. I'm a business owner, a part-time digital nomad, a self-growth junkie, a believer in other big-hearted women, and am all about sharing tips, tricks, lessons learned, and encouragement so we can all live our biggest, brightest lives. You ready? Let's do this. Hi guys, welcome back to today's episode. This is a juicy one. This is all about lies that your brain may tell you on the path to your biggest, brightest life and dreams. And these are lies that I think we all hear from time to time, maybe some more than others, but they can be really sneaky. And a lot of times culture, whether it intends to or not, kind of reinforces them or even puts them in our head. So I want to break down a few that I notice in the hopes that it can help you as well. If you have these, just know that it's not true. I'm going to share some reframes and um, inspiration around getting out there and busting through these myths and really tearing them down if there's something that you find stop you a lot in your life. Okay, so the first one is that you are too old. I mean, how often do we see that subliminally message to us in magazines, in advertisements, in movies? But the truth is, you are not too old at all. And I wrote down some people who really proved that to be true. So Vera Wang, who's this legendary wedding dress designer, she designed her first dress at age 40. Academy Award-winning actor Morgan Freeman landed his first major movie role at 52. Ariana Huffington didn't launch Huffington Post until she was 55. It is never too late to start fresh, to begin again, and to have a new juicy chapter of your life. In another episode, we talk about embracing that your life can be full of lots of juicy chapters. And instead of feeling the pressure to find that one purpose or calling, you can actually look at your life as this vibrant storybook full of all kinds of chapters. And so this can be another one where maybe, you know, up until now you had this chapter that looked like school or career or family, and now you're ready to start the business or to travel or to speak on stage. It's never too late. And if anything, I'm really inspired by people and hope that I'm one of them where at 70 or 80, I'm still picking up something new for the first time and proving that it can be done. I've heard stories before of people who became the world's premier experts in some kind of uh, education, even though they had started learning at like 70 or 80. So imagine what you can do in a decade and use that to inspire you. And I also think if you look back, imagine yourself at 80. Imagine how young 25 or 35 or 45 is going to sound. So I think sometimes from our perspective, we can feel like, oh, I'm so far along because that's our context for our life and how long we've lived. But I think of my husband's grandparents who we were just with and they think of us as the kids, you know, the 35-year-olds. And so thinking in that context of what when you're 80, what will this age seem like? Of course, you will have told yourself, go for whatever dream. You still have the rest of your life. You still have 50 years to achieve it. 
So just busting that myth, that lie that we sometimes let seep into our heads, it is not too late for you. And every single experience you've had will add up to serve your next one. It's like how whatever you learn in your career um, at a certain position serves your next one and makes your next one easier. It's just like that to whatever you transition to. All right. The second one is it's too late for you. And I want to really continue to riff on that idea that it's not too late for you. And in fact, everything that you have been doing has been perfectly lining you up and setting you up for your next chapter. So for example, for me, I've had lots of different pivots. You know, I was in corporate for a time. Um, my first business was in wellness coaching. I realized that I loved the wellness kind of creativity and writing. And so I pivoted to do more writing and less coaching. And then that grew to a whole agency. And now I get to mentor other women in creating their own profitable freelance writing businesses. So there's been a lot of pivots there, but every single one has actually helped accelerate the next one. And I couldn't have seen it at the time. So for example, when I was in corporate, working on events and graphic design and I mean, all kinds of things like event coordination, project management, like trade shows, that seems very disjointed to go and start uh, my own, you know, wellness coaching business. But in fact, all of that stuff really, really helped me because it taught me different website platforms. It taught me how to manage my time. It ha taught me how to interface with people and do customer support. And even before I was in corporate working on my own blogs and, you know, on the nights and weekends, I'm so grateful for that experience because it made everything that much easier in my career and then later in my businesses. So I just want to encourage you that if it feels like whatever you're doing now can't possibly relate to what you really want to do or what you want to do one day, to think again, it is absolutely going to serve you and it already is. And one thing that I often recommend to writers in my programs um, is to think about whatever they've been in thus far, whatever their background is in, whether it's in healthcare or marketing or tech or teaching, and how can they use that to be the go-to expert writing for businesses in that industry? Because all of a sudden, instead of coming into writing new, they are now positioning themselves as the expert who spent years understanding an industry. And of course, then they can learn to write and go and you know write for businesses in it. But all of a sudden, they are not competing with every other writer out there, even more experienced ones. They are competing a far way ahead of everyone because they're the expert in that field. So I just want to encourage you in your particular situation, whatever you are doing can also be serving up for you. Um, and I heard this great quote before, I'm not sure who it's from, but you know, that something is not a setback, it's a set up. So really just reframing whatever you're doing, and I know it's hard when you're in the thick of things, but how could what you're doing now be a set up for you? Um, one day, just knowing that what you are learning right now at work, in sales, in customer relations, with your colleagues, um, with how to navigate people, with how to navigate and balance your time is really going to add up to serve you, whether it's in building a business, whether it's in a family, a household, whatever it may be. Um, I just truly believe that and I hope that it encourages you as well. Your timing is perfect. It's not too late for you. All right. The next one is, it's all been done before. 
So, gosh, how often do we think this lie and believe this lie that it's too late for us, it's all been done before, the market's too saturated. And what I really want to instill in you, um, and what someone once told me early in my business journey, and I didn't get it until years in, because I still felt too, I don't know, like I still needed to make my mark to really see it, is the way there's so much room for everyone because the way that you will do things is completely different than the way someone else will. So for example, you know, and my husband used to tell me this too, even if I gave you the same two people, the same business idea, you and your sister or your brother or your friend, you both would execute completely differently. If I told you both go and build a nutrition business, the kinds of advice you would give is different. The branding you would have is different. The personal stories you would have is different. The people you want to serve is different. And it's the same thing. Like even in my programs with my writers, I'm teaching everyone how to build an online writing business as their own boss, but every single person is drawn to a different niche. And even if they're drawn to the same niche, they're drawn to different kinds of clients, different sizes of companies. They're from a different place so they can help different local offices. So, you know, the way that they design their website and portfolio looks different. Um, One of the first exercises I give is to think of something that's so, so simple that they could just rattle off to a friend, like three tips to a friend about a topic that's so easy for them. They don't even have to think twice. And every single person chooses a different topic. I do this because then it becomes easy to practice writing about that topic where there's not as much pressure if it's something you know. But it's just so fascinating. I love seeing what they choose because some people will choose casseroles. Another person will choose you know, sleep training tips for a toddler. Another person will choose how to get your kids to run. Like It's all different and it just really reaffirms that there is so much room in this world There's more than enough room for you. And the way that you are going to do it, someone out there really needs your way. Someone needs to hear what you've been through because it'll relate more to what they've been through. Someone else needs to hear your version of things, the way that you recommend things, the way you you organize it and have steps for them because nothing else has worked yet. And so until everyone in the world is healthy and happy and abundant, there's a lot of work to be done and it is it has not all been done before in the way that you would do it and the world needs it in the way that you will share. Someone out there is waiting for it in the way you will do it for it to finally click for them. You know, it's like how you can love the certain people on YouTube um, and even for the same topic, your friends or mother or brother might like something else. Like I know for my husband and I, I love certain people for travel and he loves other ones. He'll watch certain people for finances and money mindset and I'll watch other ones. And that's not because there's something wrong. That's actually the way it's meant to be. And it just is further evidence and proof that there's enough room for everyone and someone out there hasn't heard it in a way that clicks for them. Someone out there hasn't heard it in a way that will really make sense for them. And you're the only one that can do that for them. So you've got to get out there. It has not all been done before. There is more than enough room. And until everyone is completely fulfilled in all the ways, there's always an opportunity out there. Also remember that like, it, you don't need to serve every single person on earth, right? Or every single business. How many people are there? Billions. How many businesses millions at least. And so you probably only need a handful in order to really make a lasting impact and ripple effect. 
And so the fact that you think it's all been done before or there's it's too saturated when even with 25 people or four businesses, you'd be full. There's billions beyond that. There's millions beyond that. And so there's more than enough room for everyone, including you. All right. Another one is that you can't change your mind. So this lie really got to me for a long time and I never stayed stuck with it, but I definitely felt a lot of shame or guilt around changing my mind sometimes. Um, you know, because culturally we're taught, here's your one career path, here's your track, stay on this, don't get out of line, don't you know make waves. But actually, I think about it like this, like what in nature is static? You know, nature with the seasons, with flowers blooming, with animals, with life just growing, with, you know, my hands changing day to day, whether I can see it or not, like nature is always evolving. It is always growing. It is always reaching, um, you know, for more and for evolution and for progress. That's how you're designed. That is literally in the fabric of your being. And so to fight that, to fight something in nature never goes that well for long, right? We know that from climate change. We know it from just honoring our true nature and our need for rest and rejuvenation in addition to you know being productive and active. So I think really just giving yourself permission to change that even if other people don't get it, even if society doesn't get it yet, it's it's part of who you are it's in your nature and so it's absolutely okay to embrace that and to follow those instincts and then i give this example a lot but if you haven't heard it it's like you would not realize that you had been driving two hours in the wrong direction and keep going just because you started out that way when there's a an opportunity to turn and to make an adjustment in that moment and get where you want to go as fastest way possible so like, yes, maybe you realized you've made some mistakes. Maybe you realize you've gone the wrong direction for a little while. It's okay. The sooner that you pivot and get on that right path, the sooner you'll get to where you want to go. Okay. And then the last thing that I want to share with you as a just lie that people believe or, you know, allow for themselves is that you don't have what it takes. And that is so not true. You would not be given this desire if you didn't have what it takes. You know, the interesting thing if you watch human nature is that nobody has the same desires. Nobody has the same exact way that they want to achieve their career, that they want to set up their life, um, the exact same formula of hobbies and personality. And so for me, it's so fascinating how our whole society and framework hinges together because this person wants to be a doctor, this one wants to be a teacher, this one wants to work in construction. Thank goodness that we all have desires and passions and paths that lead to different places. And obviously, you know, different people, not everyone's working in their ultimate passion. And that's unfortunate too. I'm not trying to say like everyone gets to choose exactly what they want. And it's that simple. But what I am trying to encourage you to think about is that you have desires placed on your heart that nobody else has in that exact same way. And so why do you think that is? Is that just random? Maybe. But I think a more likely scenario, at least in my view, is that you were given what it takes to achieve those desires because there's something in the framework of how you were made. And if your body can hinge together 
all of those blood cells, if it can digest food without you thinking about it, if it can make your heartbeat and your lungs expand with air without you thinking about it and be that precise, don't you think there's some preciseness to your desires as well and to the dreams on your heart and to whatever you are here to do and learn? I just happen to believe there is. And so I think you may have to step into that next version of yourself. Like you may not have everything today to do what you want to do. You may not have everything today to be able to hold all of the success or experiences or struggles, but just you having that vision means that you are capable of becoming that person. And so it's taking action, it's working on your mindset, it's surrounding yourself with people who take you higher and believe in you and encourage you down that path. There's so many things involved, but I think that you can reframe that perspective of you don't have what it takes to you absolutely have what it takes to become that person you desire, to live that life you desire, and you are going to be supported as long as you keep taking action towards it. Things will come into your awareness. People, conversations, you will run into them. Opportunities that you didn't see before will come about. It's just the way it is. Like It's the way it's been for me. And I think there's that desire and tendency to see the whole path right away, and you just can't. But if you take the steps that you can take now, you will find that you will be led to the next and the next and the next. And one day you could walk yourself right into your dream. Okay, so that is what I want to share with you today. A few lies that your brain may tell you. And again, the ones to watch out for, and now you know how to reframe them, are you're too old, it's too late for you, it's all been done before, you can't change your mind, or you don't have what it takes. Absolutely none of those are true. And please listen to this episode anytime you need a reminder or a reframe. Let me know which one stands out to you. If you're struggling with any of these, you can reach me at hi Jessica Johnson um, on Instagram. And please share this with a friend or on Instagram stories if it speaks to you. I'm grateful for you being here and I hope this encourages your journey this week. If this episode resonated with you, I have two things you are going to love. One is a Bright Life workbook full of practices you can use to get clear on what your version of your brightest life looks like and fearlessly move towards it every day. And another is a copywriter starter kit full of beginning steps to create a copywriting business that gives you the freedom to travel the world working from anywhere, to replace a corporate salary as your own boss, and to do creative work that lights you up every day. It's lessons I've learned in creating my own content business, and I'm excited to share it with you if you're curious about doing the same. I will link these in the show notes. I hope these serve you. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you back here next week as we all pursue our biggest, brightest lives together.